So my life is now completely different. And you want to know why? Why? Because I now have a vibrator. This is 8-Bit Episode 52. Five chest lasers at once on Friday, November 8th, 2013. And now, how feels it good? This episode is hosted by Ian Buck and Ian Decker. Kayla must be jealous. Oh, you have no idea. Well, no, because she got one of her own as well, because she broke hers. Yeah. I don't even want to know how. Uh, she put it through the washer. Turns out phones don't, phones don't like going through washers. Uh, oh, 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 yes, misdirection, oh. misdirection, jokes. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I have a phone now. And it's really nice. I love it. And it's really, really smooth. And I rub it on my face because it feels so good. So I see. Mm-hmm. How feel or how? How feel does it good? <laughs> I can't even formulate a nonsensical sentence to respond with. Oh man! But seriously though, Nexus Four, wonderful device. Um, I haven't, I haven't exactly determined how good it is as a gaming device, but with a uh, and by Nexus 4, I mean Nexus 5. Um, <laughs> with the Snapdragon 800, it had better be good for gaming. The Snapdragon... <laughs> good job. Oh, man. So, I would like to apologize to everybody for not having an episode last week, because um, I was at a big old LAN party, and it was great. Uh, and so I wasn't available on Saturday. And then... Sunday was weird for some reason, and then... I had lots and lots yeah. of kidlets. I actually had five right. extra people sleeping in my apartment. So yeah, last weekend was pretty crazy for both of us, and we just kind of never uh, did the episode. But, land parties and World of Tanks, I finally got into that. It's a fun game. Good. I'll actually, pro- I, There's a good chance I'll be doing that this weekend. Yeah, especially, actually... Everybody should go try out World of Tanks now because it's free to play, and they are having a um, a five times um, um, what's it called experience booster. Yeah, uh, for this weekend until I think it's I think it's actually today until Monday, so it's a full four days, which is really nice. Anyway. We have lots and lots of headlines, because we have two weeks' worth of headlines, so we should probably get into that. Oh, maybe. But I like talking about vibrators. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> it's it's a very, very different feeling to have something in your pocket at all times that could vibrate at any moment. Like Does your Nexus not vibrate? Or your usual Nexus not vibrate? No, it was a tablet. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Tablets don't do that, man. It'd be really weird if they did. Um, Could you imagine how that feel? Like it's sitting on your stomach, and all of a sudden your entire stomach is going. <laughs> Ooh, maybe they could use it as like haptic feedback for games. That'd be oh, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. But again, so, just imagine your tummy going. <laughs> actually, speaking of tummies, I discovered by rubbing my Nexus on my tummy that rubbing it on my tummy is a perfect way to clean the screen. How? Because you well, have I, I mean, on I mean, your skin. No, 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 no. We're still wearing a shirt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I, I was just standing there one time, and I just started rubbing it on my belly because I was like, mm, yeah, Nexus on my belly. And then I looked at the screen, and I was like, wow, that was a really clean screen. Where did I just type that? <laughs> oh boy. So anyway, uh, headlines. Ubisoft. Ubisoft has two huge games coming out that I'm personally excited for, Assassin's Creed 4 and Watch Dogs. And it appears that those games are actually set in the same universe. Polygon discovered some documents in the uh, like the real world part of uh, Assassin's Creed 4, um, and these documents are from Bloom, which is the company in Watch Dogs that created Chicago's CTOS, which is, of course, the network that you can hack into to control the city. So, connections. Careful with how you do that there, bro. Rings in your fingers and then interlocking them can be taken in many ways. Yeah, take it how you will. Connections. 
Anyway, though I have to admit that does sound really sweet. Especially if Watch Dogs... Sweet connections. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, but if Watch Dogs turns out to be as cool as it looks like it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be good. It might be my favorite game of next year. But will it beat Mass Effect? That's the that's the question. Is Mass? I thought that was coming out in 2015. I mean, it as like favorite favorite in general. No, I meant of that of that year. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that looks like it could be really cool. Um, and although we like looking forward to new games, it's always kind of important to look at our old games. Um, because there's usually some really cool and sometimes it's downright weird and downright funny stuff that comes out from. So, check out the Squeet tab. The Squeet Skyrim. <laughs> I can't talk today. I it's alright. It's not like talking is the only thing that we do on this show. The what? It's not like talking is the only thing that we do on this show. No, never. Um, but anyway, so there's uh, there's a Skyrim mod that most re- or that it didn't most recently come out, but it recently came out, I think. I don't know. Brain work. Um... But so what it lets you do is it lets you create a character who isn't necessarily the Dragonborn. So ever wondered what it was like to be a Star Trooper sort of thing? Um, you can't actually be a Star Trooper or, yeah, Star Trooper on this, but being that sort of guy that's in the background that seems kind of useless. Um, everything from, oh, let's see, they, they have a list of a bunch of different classes. There's the thief or the assassin. There's an explorer and a hunter. There's a warrior and a fighter. There's a merchant and a traveler. There's a mage and a sorceress. All and that even, sort of stuff. I think you can even choose not to have like a specific class. Just have some like you know random stats and then get thrown into the world and make your way from there. Or at least try to anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so it just sounds really goofy and really funny, so go ahead and check it out. This is called Skyrim Unbound. And it's, it definitely sounds appropriate for people who have played the game like on countless number of times and, you know, have pretty much exhausted the, you know, storyline and what you can do as the Dragonborn. It's a Dragonborn. So the free-to-play Command & Conquer game that has been in development for a few years uh, you know, recently went into a closed alpha, and actually I got into the closed alpha and then never played it because that's the kind of person I am. Um, it has been cancelled. Sad day. The game was... Uh, of course, yes. Um, what was it that other people were blaming me for? Everything. As well they should. I don't remember. Um... So the the game was uh, going to not even have like a single player campaign at all. It was just going to be a multiplayer game, and uh, you know since it's free to play, it was going to rely on microtransactions. And uh, unfortunately, Victory Games, who are the team that was building it, uh, they've also been shut down, so they don't exist anymore. But most of them have been you know rehired, put moved into other um, positions at other EA developers. So good. I not I hate it when. People get or lose jobs because of yeah things like that. Especially if they're doing a good job and deserve to. It's just the the developer, the company took on a project that wasn't necessarily going to be a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it looked really really good because this was a Command and Conquer game in the Frostbite engine. Ooh. So, yeah. I see we have another ghost on our show notes. Mmm, with a Pokemon hat. Hmm, I wonder who that could be. Anyway, so I don't know why I, th- I was about to say, speaking of silly hats, because there's not really that many silly hats except for maybe Rabidon's death cap in this game. Um, League of Legends. Um, so League of Legends, before they release things on the main client, they have a beta where you can go and test out different things. Um, so one of the things that they are putting up on the beta, and I'm not sure if it's up there yet or when it's going to be released the main one or if it's already been released and, or will be released this Tuesday. I don't know. But you have something called featured gameplay modes. So this lets you basically do all the silly and stupid things that you would normally do in a custom game, but you get the chance to do it when you don't necessarily have all those friends that can get together and play and maybe 
go around and do some random stuff on the internet just for laughs and whatnot. So the most recent one that was that's being teased and released is called One for All, where it's on the main map, Summoner's Rift, and each and every single person on a team plays the exact same champion. Yeah, that's not usually allowed. No. Usually it's one champion um, on per that team. team. Oftentimes it's even just that single champion per game when you get into some of the more advanced stuff. Yeah. Um, but all five using the same champion. So can you imagine how goofy and silly that would be if it was like five of... Um, do you know who Lux is? Uh, the girl who shoots lasers out of her chest. Yes. Imagine yeah. five chest lasers. <laughs> At once. <laughs> oh, that Ash could be entertaining too. Five stunning arrows. <laughs> At oh. once, in succession. Actually, I think it probably worked best. And oh, everybody God. misses. <laughs> Five emeralds. Oh man. So, all the absolutely crazy and silly stuff that you would be able to. Not otherwise. Dude, looks like Ride is getting into making more fun, silly, goofy, crazy stuff to do to make it more, I guess, consumer-friendly might be the best way, but casual-friendly. casual, casual friendly. That's what I'll call it, casual-friendly. Yeah. I'm glad. I mean, you can't be serious all the time. No. It's just, and it gets annoying when people are. So. so, things that are serious, though, are things like the Oculus Rift, because that's serious business. Sure, it's business. And uh, we talked a, a little while ago about a possible Android-powered version of the Oculus Rift that, you know, wouldn't need, like, an external PC to run games. It would just run games itself. And this has actually been confirmed, and it will be launching as close to the PC version as possible. Hmm. Now, I don't see why you would get both. You'd probably choose one or the other. Um, and I, I would expect... well. I don't know if the Android version would cost less or more than the regular one because the regular one doesn't actually do any of the you know processing itself. What if um, someone ended up uh, making it into an augmented reality sort of thing? That could be really cool. Uh, but if you want augmented reality, then you can't really have this you know big black screen in front of your face, which is what the Oculus Rift does. Um, yeah, I suppose. But rest assured, there are other people who are, you know, hard at work making augmented reality systems. Yeah. Okay, so next up is me. Sorry, we just had someone knocking on our door and they came in and I'm trying to kind of half listen to what they're doing because I'm curious. <laughs> people. People. Oh, people. All right. Oh, that's right. The prompt that I had for this one. So, um, yeah, it was, I, you want to talk about this one. You definitely yeah. want to talk about this one. So now you can solve the late, the age-long debates of who would win a fight, or who would win in a fight, Superman or Chuck Norris. And I love the fact that I put the question mark at the end of that first sentence. So, so now you can solve the age-long debates of who would win in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then Superman or Chuck Norris. So the game Chivalry. Um, I'm taking these because they're ours. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. If, if it's theirs, they can take it. What's going on? Sorry. Um, so Sarah's been basically living in the apartment, and so she'll sometimes go downstairs and grab food from her apartment and then bring it up here and then just leave the dishes up here. Ah. Kind of like and, Declan, except that uh, he just kind of leaves dirty dishes all over the place. Yeah. Except she, she's been leaving them specifically in our apartment. That was one of her roommates, and her roommate's kind of pissy. Okay. And don't get me wrong, I love her, but she gets pissy about way too many things way too easily. Anyway, so back to chivalry. Um, so, chivalry deadliest warrior um, is based off of the show Deadliest Warrior. Go figure. And what it allows you to do is um, play one of six different, I'm not going to call them mythological, but six different historical um, fighters? Warriors? Warriors. Different cultures? Go figure. Um, 
uh, and see which ones would win. So you have Samurais, Spartans, Vikings, Knights, Ninjas, and Pirates. As to whether or not there will actually be more, um, I'm not exactly sure, but that'd be kind of cool if they released some silly stuff to do, some stuff they wouldn't otherwise necessarily see, like Batman or Spider-Man or that, stuff like mm, that. When you get into superheroes, you get into licensing issues, so I wouldn't expect that. Uh, yeah, I suppose, I suppose. So, The Walking Dead Season 2 has finally been, you know, officially, officially announced. Um, in the next five episodes, players will be taking control of Clementine, who's the girl that they were protecting in Season 1, and it is actually set to come out later this year, so within the next two months, Season 2 will be out, which means that I need to hurry up and finish playing through Season 1, and uh, so that I'll be ready for Season 2 as soon as it comes out. That's going to be super exciting. And they, have, of course, have a trailer and everything, so go and uh, check out that link for more goodness. So, um, Humble Bundle, ooh, one of our favorite things, ooh, 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 ooh. So the Humble Bundle for this week is actually something that's, in a lot of ways, really exciting, because I think, in all honesty, it's the best game lineup that I've seen. It's um, the WB, the Warner Brothers Games Humble Bundle. And so the six games that you can get for less than five bucks, mind you, um, are Scribble Knots Unlimited, Batman Arkham City Game of the Year edition. Uh, no, no, Scribble Nuts is one of the unlock ones. One of the unlock ones, yeah, no, that's what I was... Oh, what I right, the before. average is actually lower than $5. Yeah. Wow, that never happens. I know. I wish it was higher in a lot of ways. I mean, I don't necessarily like paying more, but it's going to charities, so... Yeah. I don't mind paying a little more, especially because it's only like a buck and a half. Anyway, um... And so, so Batman Arkham City Game of the Year Edition, Batman Arkham Asylum Game of the Year Edition, Fear 2 Project Origin, Fear 3, and Lord of the Rings War in the North. And then it'll be supporting We Can Be Heroes, which is um, actually something that our 30-hour famine um, and world hunger generally tends to really line up. Well, I'm not sure if they, it's the same companies, but they generally line up in terms of interests because um, it's designed to raise awareness, and critical funds needed to fight the devastating hunger crisis in the Horn of Africa and bring help and hope to 8 million people who are in urgent need of assistance. Hmm. Um, and it's and it's led by DC Entertainment's iconic characters. So the eight that are really, 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 really well known. So Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, The Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg. All that stuff. At least that's what the little blurb, blurb says on the Humble Bundle website itself. Mm-hmm. Um... Sorry, I, I can tell you for sure that the Batman, the two Batman games that are in there are definitely worth getting. I mean, I, I've played some of Arkham Asylum. I got... I think Bane was the last person who I fought. Oh, yes. He's fun. He was obnoxious. I died so many times. <laughs> Do better. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going play games. <laughs> but... Uh, so go and check that out. And speaking of the Humble Bundle, I feel like just because we're switching things, I should also switch voices. Um, now that you, I you do whatever you feel like is is the right thing to do. Okay, I'll be talking like this for the rest of this article. Okay. Oh, Lord. So speaking of the Humble Bundle, one of the things that you can do... Uh, by the way, can you understand me? Um, sure. What? Dang it, no, you're supposed to give me a good answer. <laughs> 
Can you understand me? Yes, sir. Okay, Master. good. Alright, so what you're going to be doing with the hump bundle is what or what they're going to be doing, not it will you'll be asking the question, not what you can be doing for the humble bundle, but what the humble bundle can be doing for you. So what they will now be allowing is because many of the games are really good, most people are buy most of the games beforehand, before they come out on the humble bundle. Um what they will be doing is they will allow you to now give away the extra keys to friends and family. Um do you want to t say anything else about that? Because I know you're. Uh, well, yeah. Too. I mean, it's so it's um it's nice that they're supporting this, you know, out of the box now. Even though it's you know it was totally possible to just give other people your keys, uh, you know, in the old system. Plus, you still have the DRM-free copies. So, uh, well, for most of the humble bundles anyway. So, you know, you can just hand those out willy-nilly if you really feel like it. Yeah. Not that you should do that. Nope. You naughty naughty person. It wasn't me. So I haven't shared my games with nobody. <laughs> you can't prove anything. You can't prove nothing. So if you fly a lot, you are no doubt familiar with the restrictions on the use of electronics during flights. The FFA has finally realized that this is pretty silly, um, and so they're going to, you know, allow us to use electronics during pretty much any, every leg of the flight, uh, as long as, you know, you don't have, like, a cellular device that's trying to connect to networks uh, at, you know, during, I think, takeoff and landing. Um, so you should be able to just whip out your mobile gaming platform and play away nonstop, as long as you have battery. As long as you have battery. Exactly. <laughs> But that's the rub. I like that song. Oh, I didn't know I was quoting a song. That's the rub. Okay. Gordon Goodwin, look it up, folks. All right, so I know we've talked about this on many, 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 many occasions, but Studio 38, the the guys who went bankrupt and lost Rhode Island because they could not come up with funds. Um, it's, it's dead. Gone and dead, but it's still highly wanted. So something that uh, recently happened is, so the Kingdoms of Amalur, um, the auction for the intellectual property for that was originally scheduled to take place this month. But because there's been such an influx in, in interest in purchasing this and allowing it to go on, um, they're actually going to move the auction into... Um, into December. They don't necessarily have a set day for when that's going to be happening, but um, you will um, you'll be able to go or not I just, my brain got completely derailed. Sorry. Go or no, don't go. Don't go and do anything um, unless you actually want to buy the intellectual property. But I don't think anyone listening to this podcast will have the money for that. Man, we've got some you know high level players here though. What you among our listeners? Oh yeah, I've got so much money, dude. I bought a Nexus Five. I'm rich. And I mean, the school was paying you to go there for a little while too, right? Uh, th uh they still are actually because. Um, I'm doing a, a research project, which actually brings me up to more than uh, what I would have to pay for school. So, yay! That's that's pretty stupidly fantastic, I still have to say. But, oh, that's right. So they're moving it into December in order to allow for more people to get, jump on board and possibly attend that particular auction. So, Kingdoms of Amalur is kind of keeping 38 alive just simply in memory. Sort of, I guess. Sort of. Eh. Nah, they're dead already. Let's whatever. Yeah. So Minecraft, Minecraft is definitely doing just fine, and it's probably the most let's played game of all time. And uh, well, Mojang is making it that much easier to stream by adding Twitch integration into the game. So that'll be nice. Yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. All the things are going to be on YouTube now. <laughs> All the stupid little 12-year-old kids saying, Hey, look at what I built! It's so much better than yours! 
Um, so my my sister, she you know really got into watching Minecraft videos before she got Minecraft because she really wanted Minecraft, and so she was watching everything that she could find about Minecraft. And I caught her watching uh, a video with yeah a twelve year old kid who is like swearing every other word, and I was like, seriously, no, no, mom and dad need to monitor your internet use. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you talking about your sister, or are you I'm, talking about the kid? Uh, both. <laughs> I, I still stand. My favorite, favorite, or one of my absolute favorite memories of gaming, um, I was playing Team Fortress 2. Okay. And I was on the server, and there was this kid who could not have been maybe more than 12 who was just talking himself up the entire time, and he did not shut up. Um, so he was there. There was this girl who was also on the, had also jumped into the server who sounded like she was about his age, maybe just a little bit older, but he kept on hitting on her really, really hard. So I'm like, okay, you're being annoying. I'm focusing on you. <laughs> so what I did is I became the spy. Okay. And I would backstab him lots and lots and lots and lots to the point where he got frustrated that he was calling hacking. It nice. And eventually he rage quit. The server was so nice and quiet. I could game in peace. <laughs> you know, you, you can uh, uh, mute particular players in, in Team Yeah. Warfare. But in all honesty, it's way more fun to troll the people who deserve to be trolled. Okay. Um, and the other closest thing that I had was I was, again, Team Fortress 2. Um, I was playing the sniper, um, and there was this kid who was, who I ended up dominating, and he so starts I, cussing at me in what what I can only assume to be Russian, because um, <laughs> it was a trading server, and I think it was off in Russia somewhere. I don't know how the heck I got onto it, but I did. Um, and so during this entire time, I'm like, okay, keep talking. That just makes it easier for me to pick you out of the crowd because the the, the, the talk bubble pops icon. above your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and heads are what you want when you're the sniper. Oh yeah, sniper. Though I was using um, I was using the Sydney sleeper, so I was using the piss gun. Oh. So it was great. I didn't even have to aim for the head. I was just like, shoot you, get you covered in piss, shoot you, oh, and you're critted again. Oh, I'm sorry. The support sniper weapon. All right. So, um, although we were talking about 38 studios and game studios that were dying, unfortunately, um, one of those studios that had been struggling, their luck is actually starting to turn around. Square Enix, um, with the sales of Final Fantasy XIV, seems to be actually turning the company's financial situation around so that they're in the positive. Last year, um, they had a huge loss. Um, which actually caused the president, Yoichi Wada, to step down because it, they had lost so much. And that was um, even despite um, Tomb Raider, right? Yeah. Um, that's, that's amazing, because that was like the best game that I know of that they've come out with in a very long time. Yeah. Um, but so what happened is right now Final Fantasy XIV now has one and a half million registered players. <laughs> um, and a PS4 version is in production. This exceeded Square Enix's expectations, and the company now expects to make somewhere around 4.7 billion yen operating profit for the period. Nice. So, and I mean, the, the year ahead does look promising, as the article points out. Um, Deus Ex, Sleeping Dogs, Hitman, and Thief games are all in production. Um, oh, this is going to be huge. And I mean, this is also following Tomb Raider's success, where it did sold, sell more than three and a half million copies, which we were talking, which you had just said, it, it was still a huge success. Mm-hmm. Um, though, admittedly, it's still, believe it or not, it actually fell short of what they had projected. They were assuming somewhere around five million copies sold. Yeah, but I, I'm still not really familiar with what numbers are reasonable numbers for video games to sell, but I don't know. Five million seems like a lot. Yeah, but regardless, it's their luck is turning around. That makes me very happy. Square Enix has been probably my favorite game developing company since since forever. Um, uh, 
they didn't necessarily do the Pokemon games, but one of my favorite ones, uh, Dragon. No, War, they definitely didn't do the Pokemon games. No. Um, but one of my absolute favorite ones, a game series called Dragon Warrior, um, and the monsters, Dragon Warrior Monsters, came out on Game Boy Color, and it was probably one, my favorite game for a long, 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 long time, and it was made by Square Enix. So as someone who has been a supporter of them since I had ever first heard their name, it, it makes me happy to hear that they're doing well. Sweet. So a lot of people use video games to uh, blow off steam, and this apparently includes an old British grandma. She uh, she was very very angry with British gla- British gas for raising their prices, and so she uh, she went off in GTA Five and uh, started uh, beating the crap out of people. So let's let's watch that that video because it's, it's it's quite frankly adorable. Hello, what do you do for a living? Work for British Gas, do you? You wanker. I'll give you put my bills up. Bust bang, you take that. You won't put them up no more. Bang, one for you and one for you. I'll give you one as well. You come here, I'll get you, you bastard. Come back. I'll give you central eating. You want central eating, baby? I've got it. Oh yeah, you take that. Oh, take my fucking money out of the wall, will you? Scum, you won't get no more of my money. No, gas bastard. Scum, you're all scum. Ooh, take that, take that. Ooh. Where's the next bastard up? Hey! Hey! Come on, die, die, die. Oh, there you are, you bastards. We finally found you. British gas bastards, good. I'm gonna blow you to hell. Wankers. Wankers. Wee! This is it, you cunts. Let's have you out. You. Oh, this is it. Die, die, die. Oh, that's it. That's the end of you lot. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I've seen it before. Now that I know why she was pissed, it's even better. <laughs> wankers. You wankers. So what's this Heroes of the Storm thing? Uh, I seem pretty excited about it. Yes. All right, so gaming giant, I guess, would probably be the best thing to call them. Blizzard. Um, is known for doing many, 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 many games that have been successful. Everything from the Diablo series to, you know, that whole little thing called StarCraft. That, never uh, heard of it. Never heard of it. It's not as if it's, oh, you know, considered Major League Gaming. I love it how we're not even mentioning World of Warcraft. Oh, fine. I guess we can mention <laughs> Warcraft. Gosh. Um, still not as good as Guild Wars 2. But anyway. Um, so... Heroes of the Storm is a new game that they are coming out with. It is another MOBA. So it's, again, it's like Dota 2, uh, or sorry, the Dota series or League of Legends, that whole gameplay style of get the base, follow the minions, um, and play a specific champion and balance each other's, or balance each champion's strengths and weaknesses to defeat the enemies. Um, And it seems that Blizzard is getting just as excited for this as we are. So they recently released a Heroes of the Storm cinematic trailer that honestly looks really freaking sweet. So go and watch that. That should be in the show notes. I don't think we have time on here. And it, the audio isn't really lis- worth listening to, especially not in comparison to what we just heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the meantime, there will also be a link um, for you to go and sign up for the beta, which is... Again, now available. So go do that. Go play some games. Have some fun. Play more games. Oh, especially if that game happens to be Ingress, because that's my favorite augmented reality, massively multiplayer online game. It's, I think, the only augmented reality, massively multiplayer online game that I can think of. Uh, but there you go. So 
Ingress is actually coming out of beta on December 14th, uh, which is... What? Armog. I was trying to figure out what the... the um, oh, uh, an acronym for it was? The acronym for it was. Yeah. Armog! <laughs> so, I'm going to um, you with this Armog! December 14th marks the end of the worldwide 13 Magnus event, which is uh, huge... And uh, they've they've had you know several worldwide events already. I think th- I think it's on a weekly basis uh, where they've got several cities where everybody has to uh, you know try to. It, I mean, if you live near that city, then you go there and you participate in the event. Um, but they're they've removed the restriction of you know having to be invited to the game, so you can go and download it now and play it. Um, and users who make it to level 5 before December 14th will get the Founder Medal uh, to indicate their early adoption of the game, and you will not be able to get that medal after December 14th. So hop on now, and everybody join the Enlightenment, because we're the good guys. Well, the other guys brag about enslaving, so yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, I'm, I'm, all in, I'm all for imposing my will upon others, but I don't know why that's forceful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I hate doing that. Though I am stubborn. You what? Um, what? I said no. Though I do actually hate. I I do actually hate imposing my will on others. I don't think it's right for me to do that. Though I do get stubborn beyond our reason. So if there is something that I do feel strongly about, I'm not moving. <laughs> well, you do realize that both teams are doing that. Yeah. 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 I mean the the whole the whole point of the game is uh you know creating these minefield uh fields, mind control fields where you know you influence the people within that field to uh come over to your side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come to my side. Might have to well, once I finally can actually have access to the map, I will see what St. Peter's looking like. Yeah. Let you guys know. Actually, uh I, I can check it. Okay. Tell me what work needs to be done. So I'll be going out and about on the town later tonight for a belated 21st. Ooh, for a nice. Friend. Oh, hey, wait, the next one's mine as well. Duh, sorry. Um, well, I can talk about it too a little bit. Um, sure. So I'll, I'll get things started while you go and look that up. So Battlefield 4. Um, you'd think that with so many online games going through their beta periods... They'll be able to catch more bugs and fix them before launch, but Battlefield Battlefield 4 is apparently suffering from quite a few issues. My favorite of these issues is that several of the game's sprites will, in the middle of the game, go what, what one video referenced as disco mode, where it is technicolor, flashing, almost epileptic, seizure-inducingly awesome, I don't know what to call it, but rainbows in your face. It's like the game is vomiting rainbows in your face. Um, They've got some pretty great music to it as well. So, by the way, you uh, you asked me to look at Saint Peter, and uh, there is some resistance portals there, so you should go and get rid of those. I will do it again. Uh, so, Bioware. Bioware makes some of my favorite games. Uh, most notably, probably, would be Mass Effect. And uh, they have, every year, N7 Day, on November 7th, of course. Uh, and they they usually celebrate by having, you know, some special things in their uh, Mass Effect 3 multiplayer mode. And, um, you know, the, the community comes out and does lots of, uh, you know, um, fan art things and, you know, just soaring, showing their support for the game. And uh, Bioware has made a thank you video from... Um, you know, with a bunch of the voice actors saying thank you in it, and they showed a bunch of pictures of uh, developers working on um, the next Mass Effect. Um, obviously, the the focus of the pictures is on the developers, but if you want to get a little preview of what some of the uh, things that they're working on look like, they're on their screens. Screen peek! I uh-huh. hate screen peekers. <laughs> it's a good thing we have the internet then. Yes. Otherwise, I'd be... No. Um, anyway... So now you've messed things up. Oh, well, I'll just talk about it. I'm sorry, I did. (laughs) We've gotten our first look at the Steam Machine prototypes that will be shipping later this year. 
It is a dark gray box with a big circle on the front and plenty of vents on most of its sides. They are focusing on cooling with this model, and the inside is divided up into different compartments that cool through different vents. Valve also showed off different iterations of the Steam Controller from the last year. Apparently, they were originally going to go with trackballs. I recommend looking at this article at least for the pictures it has. But yeah. I, I mean, Ian. So the the there's some really weird looking controllers in there. I mean, like, so you think that the Steam Controller looks weird? No, they have they have one that's literally like a motion controller duct taped to half of like a, an Xbox 360 controller. It looks so weird. And I'm really glad that they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So Bungie uh, is currently working on Destiny, which we have been following closely because it looks like a really, really cool game. And they, you know, up until now, they had been pretty much on the fence about whether they were going to make a PC version or not. And they've decided that making a PC version would spread them too thin. So we're not going to get one of those. No. Forget you too then, Bungie. Forget you. Up yours. Up yours, gosh. I hate being left in the dust like this. Mm-hmm. Well, Rockstar does it to us, so I mean, mm. what do you expect? doesn't mean that they have to follow the pattern. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, um, over 31,000 gamers, including a bunch from Morris's Computer Science Club, can you tell who wrote this one? Mm, it was a lot of fun. Like, we had, we literally had a 24-hour LAN party, and there Ooh. were people in, in the room that we had reserved for the entire 24 hours. Like, people were sleeping in there. And why did, oh, that's why you didn't invite me, that's right. I did, remember we played Borderlands. Oh, yeah! What am I talking about? Why am I pissy? Yeah, wow, you're weird. I am weird. You just realized this. You've known me for how long? Uh, How old are we now? Wait, 21 minus 4 is... 17. Yeah. Good arithmetic. Holy cow. You're the thing. You're the one in a more math-related major than me. You should not be. I should not be. No, I'm in the the making the computers do all of the math for me related major. Still more math than me. Whatever. Hey, I totally aced the algorithms test that I had today, so I'm not complaining. Okay. Anyway, so they participated in the Extra Life Gaming Marathon for charity, raising a record amount of $3.7 million. I would like to point out that that's the global number, not the Morris number. <laughs> if it the was Morris, the Morris number. <laughs> the Morris number was $35, <laughs> and I was the only person who had any donations. I had a total of one donation. From... It was an anonymous donor. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, man. Fuckface too powerful. Mm-hmm. They just see your face Nerf and they're mouth. like, oh, my God. <laughs> I need to get me some of that. Now, the, the really disheartening thing about it, though, is that they their site was having DDoS attacks like throughout the entire event. Who the heck would DDoS a charity event? Someone who knows that there will be lots of people with lots of money who they can possibly take advantage of. Well, it's not like they're going to be getting any of that. DDoS just me just you know takes down their servers by you know sending them lots and lots of requests that aren't actually requests. Well, who's the charity going to? Um, children in hospitals. Maybe they just hate children. Yeah, man. They, they they had that experience that you did in TF2, except that they weren't good enough to troll the kid, and so they've decided that all kids who play games must, must suffer. Maybe it's the kid I trolled. <laughs> Boy, that would be terrible. I would feel so bad, especially if I had driven him to do this. <laughs> I, I, I am the creator of, of a supervillain. Okay, don't, don't, you know, don't beat yourself up over it. Okay, I'm done. Alright, um... Good. So what's happening this week? There's, like, a really big thing that's coming out, I think. Really? Yeah. I think it's called, like, the PlayStation 4? No, I, I think it's called the Game Portal 3. Game... The, <laughs> the Gabe Cube. The Gabe Cube. Oh, man. We already talked about that one, though. 
Only with a cold can you ever say it correctly. The GameCube. So in uh, in preparation for the launch of the PS4, Sony has come out with like this humongous FAQ um, answering tons and tons and tons of questions. And I, I went through and looked at them and found some of the some of the more surprising and notable um, answers uh, that they that they had. For example, um, you cannot use external hard drives to uh, you know to store downloaded games. But I would assume that you can still plug in hard drives, you know, that have like movies and whatever to watch on your PS4. So long as it has the right port. Yeah, well, obviously. If wow. you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I gotcha. It's all about them USB 3.0s. Well, that's why you said you needed Vera. Or no, not Vera. What? Vera didn't have all the right ports. Right. No, yeah, no. But she did have no. She didn't have USB 3.0. She was too old for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God! Can we move Buck on? Likes, but Buck's like Buck likes older but <laughs> but likes his older. Com- I can't talk. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> so part of the one day one. Bad <laughs> the one day one. The one. T- I, I'm pretty sure there's only ever going to be oh, one yeah. day one there, Buck. Just I mean, you, say you it. Just say it. I can't. Just say it. You think I can? All right. <laughs> okay, I'll give it a try. Part of the day one patch will enable Blu-ray and DVD playback, but if you can't connect to the internet, you can request an activation disc, which they will send to you in the mail. Which I find hilarious. Like you can request the day one patch in the mail. <laughs> what you need is what you need. Mm-hmm. So cross-platform play between the PS3 and P- PS4 is possible, but the you know developers have to enable it in their games. Not surprising. I feel like I just watched um, Pilot. That's his name. Pontius Pilot go and wash his hands. It's like we're not taking any part of this. Well, I mean, it's not like Sony can force games to enable cross-platform play. I don't know. So they're washing their hands of the responsibility of saying yay or nay to that. They're putting it all on the developers. Well, no. Well, no. They're saying yes, it is a thing, but for an in, for you know game X to have it as a feature, developer of game X has to put it into the game. Oh yeah. Anyway. Um, when sharing gameplay footage with the share button, you can go through Facebook, Twitch, and Ustream, but not YouTube. That's weird. You also can't copy recorded gameplay to other devices. Yeah, which is unfortunate because, I mean... Video editing would be a good thing. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they, they do have some video editing capabilities built into the PS4 for the recorded gameplay that you've done, but they still have, you know, the the limitations of, like, you know, there's certain parts of games that developers can say, don't let the user record this or whatever. So it sounds like for people who actually want to, you know, make professional-grade videos with these, uh, they're going to have to use the methods that everybody's always used for this uh, and, you know, have, like, the recording box in between the PS4 and their TV. Yeah. Also, very, very unfortunately... The PS4 will not support MP3 or music CD playback. That just blows my mind. Like, I mean, how else am I supposed to play my music? Well, the only option is to get the Music Unlimited uh, subscription from Sony. Woohoo! <laughs> and uh, so they, they've been getting a lot of negative feedback for that one, and they might be adding MP3 capabilities in the future. I mean, I can understand maybe not doing the MP3s. That that might make a little bit more sense to me. But the CDs, you've already paid for that music, and uh, well, suppose I mean, I've it. already paid for the MP3s. Yeah. And it's it's an it's a computer. It's an x86 based computer. Why wouldn't you build in? I mean, MP3 is a standard. To piss you off? Yeah, maybe. To force you to subscribe and get more money out of the deal. I suppose it would be way too much to ask for them to have like access to Google Music in the, on there. Well, duh. That I mean, that's if they're competitor or anything. Ah, uh, uh, Sony and Google, like I don't think that they have a lot of animosity. That's the right word, right? Yeah. Not too much, but there's still enough there 
there's a rivalry, regardless. I guess. Um, They're both tech giants. There's bound to be a rivalry somehow, somewhere, somewhere. Well, but I mean, Sony do, does a lot of hardware stuff and not so much software stuff, and Google does a lot of services stuff and not so much hardware stuff. Like, all of the hardware things that they do are through other hardware partners, which, you know, sometimes is Sony. I suppose. I suppose, I suppose. Also, speaking of hardware, if you're a hardware enthusiast, you should probably watch this video of a Sony engineer taking apart the PS4. It's a really, really thorough uh, video. And, like, literally, he just he just unscrews it. He shows you where the screws are on the thing. He takes it apart, you know, shows you, here. here's where you'll find the... Uh, the hard drive, and here's the optical drive, and here's the heat sink, and the motherboard, and he just like takes it out apart and shows you all the pieces. Um, and I, I don't think that they did that with either of the, you know, last generation of consoles, because they tried to be very, very secretive about that kind of thing, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no big opinions for me for that one. Yeah. All right, you've got a couple of things right there to talk about, though. I do, I do. So the other thing that I did this week, instead of um, you know having an episode, was I finally started my uh, YouTube channel. Um, so there's links down there to um, the channel itself, and then also the playlist of the the first game that I am doing. Um, so the point of my YouTube channel is to take cinematic games, you know, with great stories, and basically make them into TV shows, you know, for people who uh, either can't play the game because, you know, they're not very good at games, or, you know, don't have the time or money to, you know, go and get the game and play through it, um, or whatever. Um, I think it'd just be a money thing, because if they have the time to watch you play it, they well, it's not necessarily, because, I mean, like, a 16-hour, a uh, you know, Bioshock Infinite game, uh, once I cut down on all of the, you know, boring gameplay where I'm just wandering around not doing anything and that, that has nothing to do with the story, it'll probably be significantly shorter. Maybe, I suppose. And I, I, I mean, I bet you that people will have, like, seven minutes to devote, you know, like, three times a week to watch a few videos. Because I'm definitely not going to have enough time to do more than that amount of videos. <laughs> One every three weeks? No, th- about three a week is what oh. I'm estimating I'll be able to do. That's more time and commitment than I would have. Mm. <laughs> Evidently. Time. Anyway. Um, so yeah, the first game that I'm doing is uh, The Walking Dead. And uh, so the playlist right there is of uh, it, all of the all of the scenes from The Walking Dead that I upload will be uh, in that playlist, so go and check that out, and uh, obviously uh, subscribe to the channel because then you can get updates on everything that I upload ever. Also, um, go and vote on what game you want me to see me do next. I have a little uh, a Google form that you can fill out and uh, and let me know what game you want to see next. Um, it would help if if I already owned the game because uh, I own a lot of games and. You know, buying new games is not something that I want to go and do a ton for this project. Um, you can do it! Let's see here. I still think that if you manage the um, the single-player one, I should see if I can find some multiplayer one for us to do for all of our co-op games. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You should. If, if you want to take that over, go for it. Oh, also, I have... Um, Something else to talk about that's related to this, uh, NVIDIA Shadowplay, because um, I, you know, obviously I had been waiting for NVIDIA Shadowplay to come out to start doing this YouTube channel. Um, it works really, really well. Like, uh, I've, I haven't noticed any performance drops at all in my games while playing uh, with Shadowplay on, um, but I have, I have learned a few very important things. Number one. When I am playing a game in 3D and I try to record, it records it as a 3D video file. Oh. Yeah. Which is really cool because I can actually upload it to YouTube and YouTube will handle it just fine. Like, people can watch it in 2D or 3D, whichever one they choose. 
However, I can't really edit the 3D video because uh, Lightworks definitely doesn't take 3D formats for editing. Uh, so that's not an option for me. Um, also, it does record things like um, uh, the Steam overlays, you know, like when a, when a friend of mine enters a game while I'm playing uh, and I get the little pop-up that says that. Uh, it records that, so I need to remember to turn that off before I start recording games now. Um, you know, little things like that. But, yeah. Might oh. be a good idea. Don't mind me. Doing, doing knife tricks over there, huh? I know, with my fancy dangerous plastic knife. Wobble, 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 wobble. Now <laughs> look, this knife is made of plastic. Watch, watch me make you believe that this knife is made out of plastic. <gasps> well, I guess I better find a new co-host. That's unfortunate. <laughs> so yeah, please, please, please watch my YouTube videos. It would, you know, help me validate what I do to myself and feel good about myself. Yeah. Let's see, what else is happening this week? I feel like there's a, a pretty big game that just came out. I don't know. I don't pay attention to shooters. Maybe it's like, you know, Call of Duty Ghosts or something. Is it said that that's actually the first that I've heard of it? Really? Yeah. Because I've, I've talked about it a couple of times on the show. Maybe it's not the first time that I've heard of it, but it's the first time that I've actually... Like, given it any thought? Not even really that. It's just like, oh, it's a name. I don't really recognize the name. Okay, whatever. It's a new Call of Duty game. Yeah. Um... I don't I don't really feel the need to get anybody to come on here to review Call of Duty Ghosts or Battlefield 4, frankly, because, I mean, I feel like if you know Call of Duty and you're interested in playing it, you probably want to go play Call of Duty Ghosts. If, if, you're, if you know that you are not interested in Call of Duty Ghosts, then you're not going to buy Call of Duty Ghosts, so there you go. Call of Duty players aren't even real video gamers anyway. Okay, now now we're just being mean for the sake of being mean, huh? Nah, what are we talking about? We can make fun of people for their taste. Or PC elitists, come on. Give us some credit. Hey, Call of Duty is like one of the major brands that is still on PC and has never left us. That's true. So, yeah. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Fine. Sorry, Call of Duty gods. <laughs> I'll make sure to sacrifice something in your honor. Okay, that really freaked me out for a few seconds before I realized what happened. <laughs> Man, that was scary. Um, <laughs> Love my roommate. Great. <laughs> so, let's see. Next week, um, I'm planning on getting Sam Roth to come on so that he can review, um, what's it called? Batman or uh, Arkham Origins. Ramsoff? Yeah, Ramsoth. Um because he he bought it on the Wii U, I think. Yeah, that's the platform that he has, what? and he and he's been playing it. And uh, yeah, you remember I did a, a special on the Wii U by going over to his house and playing on it for a while, and then we talked about it on the show. Well, I know that he has it. I remember that show. I was just I yeah. didn't realize that Batman Arkham Origins had come out on. Oh, of course it did. Wii U. Yeah, actually. Um, according to accounts, it's the least buggy of the of all of the systems at launch. Really? Yep. Huh. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I love Nintendo. Okay. But yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see uh, what he thinks of that game uh, when he comes on next week. So tune in then. And until then, I think that's all we got. Mm-hmm. That's all she so, This is Ian Buck. I'm Ian Becker. Signing off. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Sarah. (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Somebody like burst into your apartment right before the show and just, Sarah! (laughs) Yeah. That That was one of my roommates. That was Nathan Ruckel. 
was so good. Ryan put it in like three more times at the end of the episode. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Wait, so just like the really really quiet. That bit. No. What? No, it wasn't quiet at all. It was super loud. And then there was one that was like slow motion. <laughs> Are you getting the same audio that I'm getting? I mean, he got it from the website, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs>